Hello everyone, welcome to episode 12 of the Weak Men Create Hard Times podcast. My name is Johnny, I'm your host, and we're going to roll right into things today. Uh, So what's going on with me? Just finished a cup of mushroom coffee. Um, I'll touch base on this real quick. It is a mushroom powder blend uh, mixed with coffee essentially um it's usually got less co- uh less caffeine than regular coffee because it's not all coffee um but it's got more uh, health benefits apparently what got me on this kick was i ordered um some sort of what did i order um it was it was some sort of supplement i don't remember what it was and then we started getting these magazines from this company and i actually kind of like reading through this magazine so um i'm reading through it and it's talking about um mushroom mushroom various mushrooms the powder um, or just eating mushrooms and how it is so beneficial to extending life longevity and uh diminishing the possibility of dying of various diseases, cancer, health risks, or heart problems, or whatever. And they had a chart in different countries and like uh, their lifespan, and then um, like how much mushroom consumption. I'm sure this is. It may not be a hundred percent accurate. It might be early on, but apparently in America we consume not many um mushrooms so i was like you know i'm gonna start buying these mushroom powders and trying to take them and and there's coffees and all this different stuff so um i'm kind of down that rabbit hole i still drink regular coffee in the morning but if i need to pick me up later on in the day i try to use one of those because it's less caffeine and we'll see i don't know i don't i don't feel extremely different i do notice i I felt kind of sharp when I was drinking the mushroom stuff, but, um, and then various different powders that you could just mix in any drink or smoothie or anything like that. So that's what I just finished up here. Um, this week I got another double run down South. So busy week again, I've been, been quite busy. It's kind of hard to cram in, uh, the podcast, just trying to find like an hour to sit down and do everything, but I got a minute here. So I'm going to go through this quick um so busy busy week coming up i'm gonna be exhausted not looking forward to it but i am looking forward to the paycheck um i was just out in the soon to be garden just turning soil i don't have a rototiller and people have offered me to borrow theirs and i just kind of want to do it by hand just out there with shovels me and my girlfriend flipping the soil mashing it all up chopping it up with shovels and i'm just gonna keep keeping on doing that i'm over halfway done i think it's something like a 16 by 20 foot garden um i got to get the fencing to put around it to keep all the rabbits out because we got a lot of rabbits that were in our garden last year um so getting halfway done there i did pick up a chicken coop uh got us got it on sale from a sporting goods store so picked that up last week i still got to assemble it and get it out there so that that'll, that'll be to come and then i'm gonna put fencing around that um, I have decided I think I'm going to get ducks instead of chickens. So um, I have to fortify this pretty good because I was saying last, um, I think last episode, I was saying we have a lot of fox and coyote behind the house. So um, I definitely have to fortify that, fence it in, 
it is pretty sturdy looking. I just have to put uh, chicken wire along the bottom of it because I know that they dig underneath. So I got to put some chicken wire along the bottom and then I'll put a fence around it so I can let the ducks out during the day and then kind of roam around the bigger area and stuff like that. So, um, what else? What else? Um, I had my birthday party. I just turned 25 on the second. It is the 6th of April. Um, ton of people came out because it was actually, we went out to a bar and, uh, my cousin's my younger cousin's girlfriend it was her 21st birthday so they had a private room in the back i was obviously invited it's my birthday as well so i was like all right i'll invite some people um i'll invite some people to the bar and we could hang out and so it was kind of going in between the bar and then the back private room hanging out with a little bit of everyone and um there's a ton of people came out it was cool it was just people after people after people coming in that i knew family friends all this stuff it was it was a good time but it was my birthday everybody kept buying me drinks and i drank way too much uh we ended up going to three bars closing out the bars which i haven't done forever and i remember just like being like real drunk at like midnight or later maybe and my mom could see I was pretty messed up, so she got me a cheeseburger. I'm just, like, slumped over the bar eating a cheeseburger because I hadn't eaten much all day. And then, yeah, of course, you know, the next day is just shot. I'm like, oh, God. I, I don't do that very often, but it's like I woke up at, like, we went to bed at, like, 4 a.m., um, got up at, like, 10. I didn't feel good. I had to drink some water, take a Tylenol. I felt kind of sick. I had a headache. Then we slept till, went back to bed and slept till 1 p.m. It's like, I haven't slept in till the afternoon since high school. It's like, but my day was pretty much shot. Made myself work out a little. I did some pull-ups and dips and stuff. And I was just like, oh, God, I can't do that again. So it was a really good time, though. I, I had a enjoyable uh, get-together for my birthday just drank too much but it was great to see a bunch of friends and family and just you know i think the chaos of the world today it only is what you let it be it'll get to you more so if you're stuck focusing on it if you make time to get out of the house not think about it not focus on it enjoy friends and family uh, mentally you'll be in a much better place so with that being said I'm paying less attention. I'm tr I'm still paying attention, uh, especially to the Second Amendment stuff. Um, but just overall, the big scheme, the scary, the New World Order stuff, um, the war with Russia, um, inflation—like paying attention, but I'm backing off a little bit. It's like I want to focus on myself, my fitness. Um, I've been trying to read more at night, got a couple books for my birthday, um, family time, and just accept the chaos, like, talk about it here and there, pay a little attention, but you gotta realize, you can't really change anything right now, right, you have to do your part to hopefully put us on the right trajectory, but don't go all in, I, I was caught up in this real bad, I mean, if you listen, like, five episodes ago or whatever um i was pissed and i still am but you gotta focus on other things 
get out and exercise hard focus on you focus on your community those around you and just preparing you know i still prepare i'm still putting away a little food putting in a garden all that stuff okay um i started the home buying process so i am buying my mother's house um went back and forth for a little while about it trying to figure out the details um interest rates are going up i gotta pull the trigger so i've been working with the bank that is something i'm moving forward with something to um focus on other than the bullshit of the world and like i said the interest rates are going to start skyrocketing here they've already went up i'm hoping because i have really good credit and like no debt and a decent amount of money saved that hopefully um i'll get a pretty good interest rate um so i'm excited about that um it allows me to focus my time and effort into the house you know like improve home improvements and fixing things that are wrong and putting in the garden and the chicken coop and all that stuff so um exciting you know exciting times it is a little bit nerve-wracking because we are in uneasy times but you gotta focus on you like i said you can't put everything on hold and panic and freak out and not not do anything you know you gotta focus on you so as i said i'm focusing on me um trying to add self-worth across the board so like i said focus on exercise and training and all these things so um monday night what is tonight today's wednesday so uh two nights ago i went to a stop the bleed course at a local uh gun shop they have a ex-military guy that does he started his own business uh part-time with a partner of his and they do like a stop the bleed class basic medical stuff um they do a bunch of shooting courses and stuff like that that i i've took one i plan on taking more but I took a stop the bleed course with a buddy of mine and, you know, just learned how to put on tourniquets and stop major arterial bleeds, um, assessing the situation and when and what to use to stop the bleed, um, some CPR stuff, uh, stabilizing the neck for um, a spine injury, uh, recognizing heart attack strokes, all these things. Um, bunch of stuff right so i got i got i got a book and we got a basic little kit that they gave out um so that was cool only thing was we had to cut it a little bit short um it was 6 to 8 p.m we ran to almost nine he didn't even realize that he put eight o'clock on the website he's like it's probably gonna go longer and then it was getting late and he's like you're all looking sleepy he's like i gotta get up early to go to work what do you guys think He's like, ask questions. He goes, you pay me money. I will stand up here and answer any questions or go over anything you want to know. He goes, I just, you know, you guys are looking like you're slowing down. You tell me what you want or if you want to go through it, all of it, uh, let me know. So we spent the last like hour just asking him questions, going over the specifics of what we want because it would have taken forever to get through all that curriculum. And they are a pretty new company, and I don't think they've ran many of these courses, so they're probably trying to dial it in a little better. But it was a $100 course. We're there for three hours. I got a book and a basic little tiny kit. 
Um, so I'd, I'd say overall it was a pretty positive experience. I just wish it would have started earlier so we could have got through more and without getting tired because it was late. I was pretty much ready to go home at that point, even though I wanted to learn more. Um, but yeah, just overall positive experience, putting um, that training into myself because I hate feeling useless. Um, I don't want to... I don't want to feel helpless if there's an emergency, right? I carry a pistol every day. Um, you know, I could attend, potentially, you know, have to use it. And then you never know what's going to happen. But having the capabilities to patch those wounds or stop major bleeding until EMT arrives, you know, that's something I want to do. Um, same with CPR, right? All these things, I mean, fuck, if you want to get philosophical, I think our schools are so fucked in America. The way we run things, the uh, things we're teaching, I mean, I felt like I was a straight-A student in school. I felt like it was a major waste of time for me. I, I use very, very little of the stuff I learned in school, right? Reading, writing, all that stuff is very important. But as far as, like, trigonometry, there's a place for that. It's fucking useless for me. So much of the stuff I did in school, I just felt like it was such a waste of my time. And um, I feel like, why don't we teach our school students CPR? <laughs> that should be part of the basic curriculum. Um, even some of the Stop the Bleed stuff. Like, why are we not making our society as capable as possible that we could reduce the death rate of people uh dying from heart attacks all this stuff because people know how to treat it they know cpr um maybe people keep baby aspirin in in their pocket or whatever uh, and be, be able to give that to somebody that's in danger like all these things that we could prepare for as a society i just feel like we're not and um i don't know it's it's like i'm investing in myself to learn these things but i feel like i should have already been taught them um you know maybe we'll see a tide change people are very upset with the school systems over covid and all this critical race theory and teachers teaching kids things they shouldn't and very sexual extreme sexual gaudy books that are being put in libraries for little kids to be able to read maybe people will start waking up you know i'm gonna homeschool my kid um i'm gonna teach them useful skills um if i ever have kids they're not going to public school unless something's drastically changed um i'll just take the kid with me everywhere <laughs> try my best my my job is that i work for a small business it's very local it's very laid back i have the luxury not everybody does right um but i want to start this little farm on the property here farm animals garden canning all this stuff yeah the kid's going to be out tromping around working with me in the yard um learning medical skills at a young age learning to shoot at a young age learning to hunt at a young age learning to cut up the deer all those things useful skills to fend for yourself uh fuck i want to send him to jujitsu i really hope a school opens closer to me 
because driving to the other side of the city right now is ridiculous, especially with gas prices. But my point being is teach them capabilities that makes them useful human beings. And then, of course, yes, learn. you got to teach them to read and write and teach them history and, and math. Base, you know, if, unless he wants to be a math teacher or something, he doesn't need to know any crazy math or she. Um, read. I think reading super important. Have them read books all the time. Don't buy him an iPad, maybe. You know what I mean? Buy him a baseball glove. Go play catch with them. Buy him a scooter. Tell him to go ride a scooter in the driveway. Um, BB gun. Shoot cans in the backyard. All these things that I did as a kid. Um, and then when I got introduced to an Xbox, all that stuff got put on the back burner for a while. And it's like trying to balance that as a kid. Um, where my parents were like, eh, you know, kind of concerned about the amount of Xbox, but not forcing me to get off of it in a lot of instances. Something you kind of learn with because that technology was new. And it's, it's, we're all growing as a civilization together. Um, but as far as if I have kids, I think there's a strict path that I have to take teaching that kid to eat healthy and be fit and learn useful skills and you know we're gonna cut out a lot of the bullshit and make the kids as useful as possible self-reliant all these good things um what else we got here i wanted to touch base on this real quick and i didn't put it on my list but i just thought of it while i was talking um They've been putting in a shit ton of solar fields in the general area that I live in. Very predominantly farm country. Um, I don't really know what they're doing with all the solar energy that they're producing, but apparently, or not apparently, they are putting one in across the street from my girlfriend's parents' house, which is not too far from here. Um, and they're pissed. Because, one, they bought that farmland up. We're talking about food shortages coming. Now they're buying farmland to put in solar fields. little concerning. Um, it's an eyesore. They don't want that shit right across from their house. I get it. They're concerned about the solar fields producing some sort of radiation, which I had never heard of, and I looked it up. And I could not find any evidence of that being a true statement. So I don't think they have to worry about that. I don't know where they heard that. Um, it what, what the solar fields do is, you know, they, they cover all the vegetation. Uh, apparently it could be harmful to small rodents and the wildlife that may live in that field and the vegetation in that field because it's not getting any sunlight because the solar panels are catching all the sunlight. So it's harmful to... The chunk of land that sits on as far as like nothing really lives there but as far as producing any sort of um radiation or anything like that i don't think that's the case it is clean energy it's low maintenance it sits there and sucks in sunlight here's my problem a giant company bought this farmland across the street uh, from my girlfriend's parents house What was farmed, you know, vegetables there every year, now is going to be a big eyesore solar field. 
Um, and they're like staked right around their mailbox. So I don't really know what they're going to do about that. They're going to have to move their mailbox or something, but I don't know. We'll see. The bad part is they're shipping all that energy into the suburbs towards the city. So they're using our land in farm country to generate energy for the suburbs and the city. Now there's a shit ton of solar fields that have been popping up around. It's like every time I drive somewhere, there's a new one. And they're either knocking down woods or buying farm fields. I understand the sentiment. I'm not anti-green energy, even though you maybe would think I'm conservative. I'm probably slightly right of center politically. But I don't align with Republicans or Democrats. I think green energy is good. I under, you know, producing the solar panels and recycling the solar panels are, is what's harmful to the um, environment. But, you know, over time, we'll probably learn how to do that cleaner and more efficiently to where it's not as harmful. Things evolve over time. I'm not super concerned about that because oil and coal and stuff isn't very clean either. But I understand the purpose that we need fossil fuels still. I mean, more now than ever, we realize that. So you got the left and the right arguing. Oh, we need to go green now. Let's charge people um, for not using green energy. That's all bullshit. If you make good shit and it's cheap and it's better, people will buy it. Plain and simple. Tesla's. You know, people are starting to buy those fuckers up like crazy because they're good cars. The infrastructure will be built around it because they're good. Um, once solar solar energy has gotten cheaper over the years and more and more people are buying solar panels for their house. All that stuff, people need to stop fighting and just let whatever's better work its way out. Stop trying to cram shit down people's throat. Stop fighting about it. Whatever's better will flourish. End of discussion, in my opinion. But I have a problem with them taking all this farmland, this green land, and putting metal solar panels, or whatever the fuck it's made of. I don't like the way it looks, for one. Um, they're taking up all our farmland and doing this shit. It's like, if you want the energy to go to the suburbs, put the solar panels in the suburbs. Oh, we don't have the land for it. All right, well then put it on... This is my problem. Don't take up farmland and green wooded land for your solar fields. Put it on everyone's house. Give them incentive, right? Hey, we're going to come through and put our solar panels on everyone's houses and it'll reduce your energy costs. You'll you'll produce all your own energy. You know, energy costs will go down 80% or whatever it is. People, people will be all about it. Most people, I would say. If somebody knocked on a very conservative's uh, door and said, hey, we're either going to take a large patch of woods in your area and knock it all down and build a massive solar field, or we need 80% of the households in the area. Uh, we're going to give out grants, and you could hire in whatever company you want to uh, install the solar the solar uh, panels on your house, and you could put in a battery if you want, and you'll make your own energy, and you'll be... Uh, very self-reliant energy-wise on your own house. I, I would assume most people would be all about that. Like, oh, well, yeah, if, you know, if you're going to give a grant for me to do it, because 
instead they're just knocking down your ship putting up these big eyesores shipping the energy out somewhere else it's like no if my girlfriend's parents aren't happy about it i'm sure they wouldn't care so much if their energy costs were cut in half or even more but no they get no kickback from it they're gonna have to deal with all the construction for a year or whatever they're gonna have to deal with the eyesore across the street all these things it is literally directly across the road from their driveway i mean it is how how wide is a road i don't know 20 feet it is 20 feet from their the end of their driveway so i get it i don't know is it going to bring their property value down it may so the, these are all the things you got to think about i don't know but i'm just saying it's so annoying they're taking the land and shipping the the energy out somewhere else it's like hey bitch why don't you ever reduce i have to look at this stupid thing every day why don't you reduce my energy bill oh i guess that's not the way it works so i wanted to touch base on that a little bit because it's like i'm not anti-green energy i'm just anti how we're doing it and everybody wants to fight about shit instead of finding the best solution for everyone i would imagine it's a private company out of florida uh, they make, I guess it's a massive company. They're probably making a shit ton of money off this. And, you know, they went to the property owner said, Hey, we want to buy this. We're going to give you a shit ton of money. The guy said, okay. They got all the permits quietly and they started staking land and they're doing it. And that's, that's how it is. They're, they're doing it. So it's probably too late to, to fight it. I would imagine you could try maybe, but it's a massive company, fucking huge. And I'm sure they got a ton of lawyers on retainer and they're ready to go at any time they probably deal with this all the time what else um this is gonna be a short one today folks i got a lot going on so um yesterday i ran 12.31 miles i ran from my house um to my girlfriend's parents house and um because we were doing a birthday dinner for me over there i haven't seen him in a little bit so it's 12.31 miles from there to here. Um, I don't run very much. I do a bit of cardio several times a week, usually on the assault bike and then some Tabatas and then some burpees and stuff like that. But overall, probably like 15, 20 minutes of cardio, probably like three to four times a week, not that much. And then I'll do some strength training stuff and whatnot. But, um, and I was playing basketball one day a week, so I guess that's some cardio. But I haven't been lately because I've been busy on Mondays. Excuse me. Um, but I was I ran some 5Ks recently, probably like two or three, which is 3.1 miles. Um, I was planning on running a 5K for this fundraiser thing, and I didn't because it was my birthday, and that was the day I ended up going out drinking instead. So I was like, you know what? You're going to go run from here to there. And I've been talking about doing it for a little bit. I'm going to do it. And I didn't know exactly how far it was. I looked it up on Google Maps. It said like 13 miles. My watch said 12.31, my Fitbit. Um, I've never done anything close to this. I played sports. We ran a lot. I never really measured how far we ran. Um, but I had a 10-pound pack on. Um, I had a pistol in it. Um an extra shirt, some snacks. Um, I threw like a basic little medical thing in there because I just got done taking that course um, and a bunch of water with electrolytes and stuff. And 
Uh-oh, I think I'm going to sneeze. Maybe? No? Okay, maybe not. So I had like a 10-pound pack on. I got lighter as I ran because I was drinking the water and stuff. But I ran, um, I ran most of it. I did walk some of it. I didn't stop moving only once to or twice to fix my shoelaces. My shoes came untied, but that was for like 10, 15 seconds. I kept moving the entire time. I did the 12.31 miles in an hour 58. I don't know if that's good or bad, but never running that much ever. Um, I felt it was pretty good. Um, I was pretty fucking tired after it all. Um, I could tell you that I need some better shoes because my foot is jacked. Um, my body's sore. Wearing the pack while running definitely fatigued the shoulders in the back, even though it was really light. Um, and it's not a very good pack. Um, but overall, I said, I'm going to go do this. It was almost half a marathon. I kind of wish I would have just <laughs> ran past her parents' house just to get to half a marathon so I could say I ran half a marathon. But I plan on doing this more to come. It was a perfect day for running. There wasn't too much wind. It was sunny. I got a little bit of sun on my face. Um, but it was like 52 degrees. It's like perfect running weather. And um, hour 58, like I said. So I felt like that was pretty good. I feel like if you tell yourself you could do something, you could do it. Like, I'm pretty fit, but I've never run anywhere close to that. I'm not really much of a runner at all. But I was like, I could, I could do this. And I did it. And, you know, it, it, that's what's cool about the internet. You, you could follow um, influential people that I look at them and I'm like, well, they're doing it. I could do it. They had to start somewhere, so I could start somewhere. Um, so I'm at the point where I'm like, I feel like I could do a marathon. That sucked. Um, I mean, it wasn't fun, but, like, I don't feel that bad today. Like, my back's sore. My legs are sore. Um, I stretched, used the Theragun and stuff. But overall, the worst part of it is just my foot hurts because I, I don't have very good sneakers. But overall, my body doesn't feel really that bad. Um, so I'm like, well, if I could do almost half a marathon, I think I could do a full marathon. Sure, it would take a lot longer. You'd diminish um, more. But I feel like a lot of it's a mindset. And, of course, you need to give your body the things it needs. They make those, uh, make sure you're full of electrolytes, maybe salt tablets and stuff like that. And they have checkpoints where you stop and put some nourishment in your body so you can keep going. Um, but, you know, I think things like that, running that 12.31 miles, um, is so important right now because... I'm not as worried about the nonsense of the world. I'm not as anxious. I'm not as stressed because I'm putting myself through difficult tasks. And my body doesn't have the energy to worry about nonsense. You're almost at peace because you're like, oh, just, I'm just tired. <laughs> so all you're thinking about is I need nourishment and rest and to take care of my body right now. And, and it kind of puts all the nonsense of the world, all the chaos on the back burner. So... I think it's so important to focus on fitness right now. Plus, just being capable. If you're not fit, you're not capable. The guy at uh, the Stop the Bleed course was talking about we practice fireman carries. It's just kind of a big general um, overview of tr you know different medical training. So you might have to drag 
your buddy's body out of a roadway if shit gets crazy you know what i mean so he, he taught us how to do the fireman carry pick someone up from the ground and do a fireman carry and my my buddy i went to school with he's not fit he um he's never been super fit but he uh he's gotten a little bit heavier since covid and stuff and he knows that and um you know so there we were kind of talking about it. he's like the trainer is like fitness is your number one um priority it's it's your first line of defense um if you can't maneuver if you can't jog half a mile if you can't get out of harm's way if you can't carry your gear you're not really that useful right you're going to be more of a burden than a help if you if if you're out of breath super quick and you need to sit down and take a breather that might cost you your life you need to take care of yourself you need to take care of your body so i can't stress it enough and i feel like everybody that talks about the things i'm talking about and being prepared talks about fitness you have to to some i'm not saying you have to be arnold right i'm not i'm not saying you have to be super jacked i'm not saying any of this stuff just try to be fit think about it if you had to throw on a backpack and grab a gun and walk three miles uh to to get out of harm's way could you do that i know i could uh there's a lot of americans that couldn't three miles isn't very far so you don't even have to run buy a weight vest 20 pound weight vest buy a ruck um and go walk three miles you know start there walk a mile just put your body through real life circumstances where you might need to traverse land by foot what if what if you run out of gas in your car and everything shut down you need to be capable people take care of yourself and i'll tell you what if you're stressed out because the world do the things i'm doing because i'll tell you what i was going down into a dark place being real fucking pissed off with what's going on in the world and listen i'm not forgetting about those things i'm still paying attention but i'm telling you right now if you prepare so you feel self-reliant like if shit's gonna go crazy you can at least provide for yourself if you prepare now and if preparing your body your fitness um training to fight with weapons without learn medical um and then just hang out with friends and family to distract yourself from all the chaos of the world i'm telling you these things will help because uh, it helped me all right real quick strong man story we're gonna go over this quick and then we're gonna end this here it's not been a very long episode um 34 minutes so far all right this is london man saves family of four all drowning simultaneously at, at, at ontario beach um all right so i'm gonna i already read this i'm gonna link it but i am going to gloss over it and then uh you could go read the whole thing for yourself so bronson deagle was at a secluded area of ontario's grand bend south beach last weekend with his wife and two daughters enjoying their last vacation day when he noticed a young girl in the water waving her arms in distress uh, he looked for lifeguards and he didn't see any so he ran over to check he saw not only one person, but a family of four, all drowning at the same time. Um, the family was enjoying the water when a strong current made them lose their balance and they couldn't get to shore. Um, 
When he got closer, he saw a woman laying face down in the water and a man and two children struggling to stay afloat. Um, this Deagle guy, um, he's 36 and a London firefighter in training, said he was just grateful that he was in the right place at the right time to make the rescue. Um, he ran into the water, tried to save the young girl who was struggling to breathe. He noticed the man and the other child, a young boy, were struggling to stay above water and were fully clothed. After he was able to successfully get the three of them safely to shore, Deagle said it was a difficult fight saving the woman who was unconscious laying face down in the water. Uh, a man on a jet ski noticed what was happening and came to help her, or help him. He said, I'm fighting the current. I don't know how I was able to reach them in time with that current and those waves. Um, I guess he sat the woman up and gave her five blows to the back, and then she coughed the water up and was able to breathe again. And then the paramedics arrived later. Um, so yeah, just, I will link this article. It's a quick one, but it's a strong man. I mean, he's willing to step in. He sees four people drowning and was able to save them all by himself. So, um, just, I mean, he's a firefighter in training, so I'm sure he's learned these capabilities in training. There's a picture of him and his family here. He looks relatively fit. Um, so I can't stress it enough, folks. If you want to be a strong man, which is very important right now in this civilization, it is you should strive to be a strong man and woman and be capable and do not rely on the government. If you want that, you need to take care of yourself and you need to get the training to be able to take care of others if the, if the need arises. Um, that's all I got for you today. It's a relatively short one. I hope you all enjoyed. Thank you so much for listening and you all have a wonderful wonderful week. Um, hopefully I'll catch you next week. If not the following, thank you.